0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Round the Campfire. I'm glad you can join us. We are discussing right now, I guess, the day one of Sober October. How's it going for you, Ty? It's going pretty
1: good so far. Apparently, there's these, like, I don't know, small podcasters that have been doing this for a while, copying us. Um, I don't know who they are, but yeah, day one. Me, you, and Kobe. Kobe Lee. Kobe Lee. Who will be joining us on further podcasts? But yeah, man, sober October day one. How hard do you think it's going to be for you?
0: For me, I don't know because I can't. Um, like you know, I'm not that big of a drinker. Like I'll I'll have beers and whatever, but it's definitely not something I do on a daily basis. Yeah, and even, even on a daily basis, I I probably. shoot, maybe four or five beers. Like if I'm going out on the weekends and doing something, but yeah, I usually don't drink during the week or anything. So I don't, I don't think it'll be all that difficult. It will be kind of weird, like going to like, ber- like we can't go to breweries for example, because what are we going to do there? <laughs> so like oh yeah, figuring out stuff to do in the weekend that doesn't involve drinking alcohol, like going to, you know, two stepping places, stuff like that. Um, it should be interesting. And I'm kind of excited about it though. Cause it'll expand kind of what we do and, um, the kind of experiences we have typically. And I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, I am too. I think honestly, we probably won't end up going out to those places and like not drinking. We probably just won't go to those places. Cause I'm going to have all this pent up like energy of like, I have to do something. So I'm thinking like almost like two days at the gym or something. I'm going to have tons of energy. Um, but yeah, super excited. If uh, y'all want to join us, uh, just start now. Uh, what is it? Five on. No, it's uh, four on the West Coast right now. So it's not even five. So no one's cracked a beer yet. Just hold off and join us.
0: Excellent. And so to, for even more important things than that, we we're talking a little bit about zombie apocalypses earlier. And. Mm-hmm. I was getting pretty dang excited, let me tell you. So, (laughs) (laughs) me too. All right. So, I'm thinking that this entire podcast, we should lay out exactly how we'd survive a zombie apocalypse in like, and I'm thinking three phases here. So, phase one is the beginning stages of the zombie outbreak. So, that'd be like day one, patient zero, to like maybe a month in, give or take. So, then phase two would be kind of like a month into about a year, kind of society's figuring out what's going on, and then phase 3 would is going to be a year on.
1: Okay. When when would you say in these phases when government as we know it collapses? So there's no like emergency services, power I'm assuming is maybe still on, but essentially there's no more governments. Do you think that's phase 1? That's already out the window. Do you think we last a month?
0: Oh, I mean it depends how fast the infection is. So like what kind of what kind of zombies are we talking about and how do they spread their disease?
1: Um I say we just stick with stereotypical classic zombies. So they're slow. Um they don't have to eat anything, so they're not starving. Um they love sounds, so they're really attracted to sounds. They're kind of dumber, more animalistic, slow ramblers and there's a lot of them. A lot of them. And they spread through bites, saliva.
0: And how fast do does the disease spread? Like do you have 30 think, minutes an
1: hour? I think the classic stuff is I think the classic stuff is like a, a couple days, 48 hours.
0: So I'm going to have a really unpopular opinion here, but actually maybe it's not unpopular. Let me know. But I don't think that those kind of zombies, I don't think it's realistic that they could ever take over. Yeah, they could, they couldn't because let's say patient patient zero bites someone and that person takes like a, a day to turn, they turn and then they're pretty easy to kill. Like it's just one of them or a couple of them. So I don't think that they would ever spread and like get to a large amount of numbers.
1: You're actually right. Um, I'm actually looking at you now. This is actually a good, yeah. Adjust your seat there. We don't have to be looking at the screens, John, uh, for everybody listening. We've been trying to get video podcasts up and running. It's just this massive can of worms. We're getting echo from our mics. So we're stuck to yeah, lounging in our rooms, looking at each other from across the house, having a conversation, but I agree with you, John, because we're pretty good at containing, I mean, let's just forget about COVID that's like airborne, but stuff that's like blood transmitted or like contact transmitted, that's fecal matter and stuff, we're pretty good at containing that. And now we're talking about preventing someone from getting bitten, which
0: is way easier right, like let's let's picture for a second that there's this homeless guy, and Officer Dan and Officer Ethan are like approaching him, and then the homeless guy is like and starts like walking towards him and like tries to bite one of them back up, back up, Yeah, and they, they just would... like start whacking him with batons, and that would be it, you know, yeah Having the cuffs, and he's still be so it's not like I really don't think these slow moving zombies are that much of a threat, and so what. And I've always been curious, like, how in every movie do they do so many exist? Because it feels like if they're just walking along trying to, like, bite you, then I don't know. It's pretty easy to avoid that.
2: You would think. Okay. So we're
1: not going with them. Yeah, what about
0: the World War Z? Have you seen that?
1: Yeah, it's that's just like... I'd say 28 Days Later is a little bit more intense than that. But yeah, what's the spread on that one?
0: Bites? Yeah, so the World War Z is bites, but you turn within like 30 seconds. But the thing is, all these zombies have like a uh, – in the movie, they have like a hive mind. And so they – for example, the, the walls around some city in uh, Israel, I think it was in oh, Jerusalem. yeah. They start like piling up like ants almost, like trying to get up top this wall. So it's crazy because there's just so many of them, they spread so fast and they just run everywhere. Um, and then just yeah, pile on top of each other and, as one big like insect infestation, which I thought was kind of cool that it was like an uh, answer instead of I just don't know. banging
1: up against a wall, not doing anything. Like they're yeah. actually, yeah, kind of working.
0: Yeah, I thought Hive Mind concept of zombies was cool.
1: Well, I gotta be honest, we have to think really hard on this. Because it's almost impossible to survive that. So are we starting with one patient?
0: Well, let's... Yeah, I assume there'd be a patient zero. Have to be. Yeah.
1: So there's one person... I mean, if they're acting all weird and they get into a hospital, like, all of the doors are always open. He would have or she... Would have access to like an entire floor of the hospital once it started breaking out. It's probably not going to use the elevator. It's probably not going to go into the stairwells. So let's just say an entire floor of a hospital is just wiped out. Because if this guy comes into the ER or he's sitting there in triage, because he comes in, he walks into the ER and he goes, I'm not feeling good. They're not going to take you to the ER, they're going to make you sit in the triage room. Which is where everyone's kind of like, oh, my belly hurts.
0: Here's the thing, though, because he would have to die first before he became a zombie. You think? I think that's how it works. Oh, no, at least get infected. Wait, so how does the first patient happen then? Who does he get it from?
1: Well, it would be like um, just like normal viruses. So we're going with a virus. Okay. Um, Like no like demons or crap like that. It's just, it's a virus. Okay. So it would. I think the way that viruses transfer from nature to humans is it, it's just like, like what all the people were saying about COVID at first, it was like a pangolin. So it's always like one person finally meets up with that virus that has evolved enough to be able to jump from animal to human. So there would be a patient zero and that patient zero would probably be just like sick oh. for a while. And then he would, boom.
0: Dude, so what thing? if patient zero is out camping? And he like gets bit by like a a rabid zombie squirrel, and then next thing you know, there's just like this camper out in the woods who's just like running around hunting (laughs) down hikers. (laughs) So they like so they slowly start to spread in the woods, and there's like this army of hikers that's just running around trying to find more people. (laughs) I I think that makes sense as compared to like one guy, because the World War Z stuff like the logic doesn't work for me because there's just someone had it but if that person died you would just start biting people around him right so how did he get it and what bit him that immediately made him okay so so i guess he wouldn't be in a hospital he would be he would be out either in the woods like a hiker or something or like in the city just getting okay. bit by something we're going to
1: have to make a distinction here do we want to go with a wild virus that infects someone and that's what starts it? Or do we want to start it with something like, hey, we might've found the cure for cancer. We're going to give it to X amount of people.
2: Okay. See what I'm saying? Okay. Well, these are good options.
1: Let's, let's just go with, let's do this. We're not going to go with a camper running around in, like, Zion National Park. Damn it. Getting people every once in a while.
0: That'd be such a good movie.
1: It would be pretty good. I say it is a man...
0: Okay.
2: ...in... New York...
1: ...who's walking around in the streets and... Maybe he's he's sitting on a, a bus stop. He's waiting for a bus. All of a sudden, it's like, ah, what the?
2: A rat bit him. Mm. Okay, so he's in crowded
1: New York City, and this rat just bit him. He's transforming in, like, 30 seconds. Doors open, bus is there. Doesn't want to miss his bus, jumps in. Bunch of people are inside. Doors close. Takes off. Boom. Transforms. Let's say there's like 15 people in there. Everybody's freaking out. What the? He bit me.
0: 30 seconds later. But the craziest thing is, if he bit someone, like, it would take me, if I'm just sitting on a bus minding my own business and someone just leaned over, like, chomp and, like, bit someone, I'd be like, what? And it would take me probably... Five seconds to realize, like, that what he just bit her, and then by that time, the person will be like, Oh my gosh, and then he's gonna bite someone else. So, by the time anyone figures out what's going on on that bus, half of them are already like infected, yeah, they're and the other half are like, Is this a prank or something? Like, if I, I don't know if I could look at like initially going into it, like, if I didn't know there's zombie pop going on, I'd, I'd be like, Is this some weird New York subway thing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is a bus, though, not a subway. That's key.
0: Okay, that's true. That's true. Less weirdos on the subway or on the bus.
1: Everybody's screaming. A bunch of people are infected. The bus driver's starting to get like, what the heck? starts swerving. Crashes. And then a bunch of innocent bystanders are like, oh, my gosh, that bus just crashed. Slash, couple.
0: Let's go help. Let's go help. Yeah, let's go. Hey, is
1: everybody okay in here? Here, get the doors open.
0: They just released it into the world just like that.
1: And then all hell breaks loose, okay? That's the scenario, okay? So from that's day one. So okay. phase one, day one to 30. How are we
0: okay. going to survive this? Are we living in New York? We're not. We're, we're here in Texas. Okay, so it's on the news. Yeah, it's on the news. Some sort of weird infection just came out in New York. People are running around biting each other.
1: New York is locked down. Well, locked down as much as they could. Right. So generally, I don't know. I mean, if we're here in Texas from day one to 30, I think we'd
0: be good for a while. I think so, too. So I think we should start getting like meat and things like that. Start sticking them in, in the freezer and then just freezing everything that we can and just kind of hunkering down here. I don't know if the the power would stay on. Like how long do you think it would take to spread from New York all the way out to Texas? I think it would take a long time. I think so too cuz that's a lot of open ground for like someone to have to run through, you know?
1: Well, and they're not they're not making a beeline for Texas. Yeah. Like it's not like they're sprinting in all directions just randomly. Like if there's no sound or craziness happening, they're probably just kind of like meandering walking along
0: not a care in yeah. the world
1: and then maybe like maybe they start getting out of like the city and they're like in the countryside and then like middle of the night and they're kind of just meandering and all of a sudden, the car goes maybe they'll start chasing that and then they kind of slow down a little bit I'm like oh and then maybe someone driving down the road behind that car now that all these zombies are in the road chasing that car Some guy's like, oh, shoot, boom, hits one, slams on his brakes. Hey, is that guy out? And then all of a sudden they're rushing in. So there's another one.
0: But that would still take a while. I think so, too. I think it would take probably, I I think a, um, I guess, optimistic for the zombie guess would be a month for the virus to get to Texas. I think realistically, maybe two to three months because once once it starts spreading, like it's gonna spread exponentially. So it's not oh, gonna yeah. it's not gonna stay hidden over there in New York forever so let's let's say, just for the sake of our arguments here, that day one through thirty, let's say day one through sixty, we're just in preparation mode.
2: Like what do we do?
1: Well, you know, this is what we're gonna do. This is the new scenario, okay? Bytes or how you get it. Some people they they don't get bit, but they're somehow carrying it and it's like an incubation period. Let's give it like a week. Very few people, but there are some that have an incubation period of like a week. So during that initial outbreak, boom. Oh my gosh, like Sarah, how'd you make it out? Like I don't know, I somehow made it. Oh my gosh, let's get out of here. Everybody's hightailing it out. They're spreading like wildfire. Normal people, just exodus out of New York, just flying, driving, you name it. A few people that are incubators that are holding this thing have just dispersed. So day one, we're sitting here going, like what we're saying right now, how long is it going to take them to get here? We probably got like two months.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then wherever, wherever they, those people go, though, like, let's say someone was bit and they had an incubation period of one week. Let's say they flew out here like, oh, I'll be safe out, you know, in central Texas near John and Ty. <laughs> oh, OK, here we go. Yeah. So they fly out here and they go to the hospital like, yeah, we got bit. It's like It's Oh, my gosh. We'll send you to, let's say, Austin, Texas.
1: Is there any medical centers around here?
0: Yeah, but I'm just going. Austin that's the biggest one. They'll probably have some research facility there. Of exactly. Some kind.
1: We're sending you to the research because somehow you're you're you're
0: you're, you're immune. You're, you're immune. Yeah. So we'll test your blood and everything. We'll figure it out. So yeah. then there they are. A week after that, they think they made it. They think they're immune to the disease. Everyone's gathering around. They're hopeful that this, this is the, the day thing. that <laughs> they make history and find the cure or find the the vaccination for the zombie outbreak. And while they're all gathered around. <laughs> It just goes crazy it's it just just chomping on everyone everyone else just gets bit they're getting chomped on as well um so yeah that's that's where we are that's how it spreads to Texas
1: okay and that's, that's a week, week after we got the news
0: that's just about a week after we got the news
1: so everybody's kind of slow rolling they're kind of trying to feel it out you know before it comes here they're kind of like what is this thing is this hyped what is it what is this maybe I'll It looks kind of scary, so I'll I'll do a little bit of preparation. Let's go get some bottled water. Let's go get some canned food. That's pretty much what everyone's been doing, minus a few people that are like, I knew this was coming. I've written about this for years. Um, So generally, I'd say that's what everyone would probably be doing. And then maybe it's not here first. Maybe it's like in another city. You get it. Wait, it's over there now. And they're like, the person traveled from New York. And you're like, what? So then everybody starts panicking. We go to HEB, we can't get in. It's just lines of cars. Gas lines of cars. Home depots getting ransacked. That's when things would start getting scary. That's basically when society kind of collapses and then it's kind of you're on your own. Like you were saying earlier today, people that are gathering, getting a bunch of nice expensive things, you're just holding that for the next strongest person essentially. That's yeah, I was downstairs. saying,
0: yeah, if you're collecting supplies and stuff like that, you can collect all the supplies you want. But unless you have guns and the ability to defend yourself, then you're just collecting it for the the big bully on the block, and that's it. You're just giving your shit to him.
1: So now at this point, John, you and I are kind of freaking out. We're like, okay, we don't really have a lot of food. This is us right now in the house. Got two steaks in the fridge. We got some eggs and bacon, gallon and a half of milk. It's not going to last us long. It won't. The water, I think, will stay on for a pretty long time. So we can keep filling up like our water containers. I don't know about how long power is going to last.
0: Yeah, that's what worries me. Because if power goes out, then what are we going to do with the food? Because the meat's not going to stay. So we'd have to turn it into some sort of jerky, hopefully. Or...
1: I think at that point our biggest worry would just be surviving. Like, would you want to stay here?
0: I don't think we should, because if we stay here, we're in the suburbs kind of in between Austin and San Antonio. Like people, it's going to spread out here for sure. Oh yeah. I think it'd be harder to spread in residential areas because everyone's locked inside their houses. As long as no one's making noise, maybe they're just meandering around. Um, so if everyone's quarantined, I think it'd be harder to spread. But I think that the best way to go, and I maybe we'd have to wait maybe until, you know, 30, 60 days in until we make a break for someplace else, like the mountains or something, or we can just hunt and live up there away from, like, the zombies. Um, like, I, I don't know. I think living in a city or near a city, that's just bad news.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking now, too, we'd have to be worried about people coming in trying to steal stuff. Oh, yeah. And then light escaping. Like, if the power's on, if we have candles, we can't have light coming out the windows, because that's just like, hey, zombies, come here. Hey, looters, come here. So I think what we would need to do is just board up every single window, spray paint all over them, like, keep out. You will be shot on site. No exceptions. Just, like, make it known get this little area safe
2: and then dude
1: at this point we'd probably have to start thinking about like venturing out slowly
0: yeah we'd have to get one of our cars and turn it into a little zombie mobile like maybe beef it up a little bit
1: definitely not your car it'd have to be mine because mine's all-wheel drive it's got a bigger trunk. We can fit more things in it.
0: Yeah. So we'd have to use your car to make supply runs.
1: Maybe one of the first things we do, John, is we just go right to the gas station at the corner, grab everything we can, fill up as many gas cans as we can, and then just bring them back over here.
2: Yeah. And we have guns.
0: Yeah, so we're set on guns. No, we do to guns. For the zombies?
1: No. Oh, they're runners. I forgot. Yes, we do need guns. We need a lot more ammo.
0: Yeah. So we have to go to the gun club. Yeah, and take their ammo. Or buy their ammo, depending on what stage we're (laughs) at here.
1: (laughs) I think at this point, it's...
2: It's taking. I think.
0: So here's the thing, though, man. If we have to, if our life is in danger, the zombie apocalypse is going on, we have to go take the gun range's ammo. I don't think they're going to give it to us. And I oh, do not right. like our odds. I keep going thinking to about
1: everything being just like vacated, like a wasteland, like everyone's gone. It's just me and you. OK, yeah, they would not give us their ammo
0: to every <laughs> single one of their employees and their families would be locked down there. <laughs> That's exactly where they'd be. They'd probably so just there's hunker down in the range. Oh, yeah. That's what I would do. Like, you have all those guns and all that ammo.
1: But then the range is, like, soundproof. Like, you go in the actual range, and there's no way they're clawing their way in that, except for the entrance. There's no way.
0: It's all bulletproof glass with, like, locked doors, metal doors. Dang. Change of plan. Maybe we should go to the gun range and start locking down there. Immediately? Like if, so if all their employees and everything go to the gun range, then probably not. But if like, let's say everyone evacuates, the gun range is completely, I'm sure they'll take all the stuff out of it. There's no way they'd leave all the ammo lying around during a zombie apocalypse. So then, no, it'd be useless. Like we could, we could live there in the gun range, hunkered away where the zombies wouldn't get to us, but that is one way out. Oh yeah. Yeah. And if, like, if we do trail any zombies in, we'd be screwed, dude. Like, they just sit out there banging on the glass. Yeah, they can't get to us, but we'd either die of starvation or have to fight our way out.
1: That would have to be, that would be a good living spot. Um, but you would have to, like, on supply runs, park somewhere else, wait about 10-15 minutes to see if anything's following you, and then walk in. Hmm. Like You couldn't yeah. just roll up to it and be like, I'm here. You'd have to be very careful. Uh, but that would be a good living spot. But there's no food. Let's assume there's no ammo. It's just like a fortification.
2: How are we going to get our food? We can't drink water from this river, dude. Oh, you have water filters. You like have life straw. Yeah.
0: Oh, Sweet. I think I do. I have to check. Certainly meant to get one at least. But uh, yeah, so we can get water through that. So that's not going to be an issue because we have a river nearby.
1: Well, kind of nearby. We'd still, it's a pretty long distance.
0: But we could probably get there and back in a day. Like easy
2: walk in half a day. Oh, yeah. And then food. We're probably going to have to like, hunt something.
0: Yeah, there's a ton of deer around here, so I don't think that'd be too hard. But the thing is, as soon as the zombie apocalypse comes, everyone else is also gonna be start like be oh, hunting yeah. the deer. So I think we'd have to go like deep into hill country, like get some horses or something, and just go out into hill country and like look for a good defensible position. Hmm. Because there's rivers and stuff all over Texas, lakes all over Texas, and there's deer, like, all in central Texas and stuff.
1: So then we'd have to pull up our phones before internet and everything is just gone, and like, find a spot on a map, like, this is where we're going, print it out or something, so it's not actually on your phone, like, you're reliant on a phone, you have like, papers and stuff you can look at.
0: Or buy, like, a physical map.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or just download one and print it for the whole thing,
0: you know? Yeah.
1: Um.
2: How, okay, so how long would you want to stay here?
0: I think, I think we stay in the house.
1: Until the power's long. gone or something like that?
0: Yeah, because once the power's gone, we're going to have, you know, maybe a day with the fridge that we just have the perishables which we can live off of for a while or the non-perishables rather. But I think when it comes to like Walmart and targets and stuff like that, the second that they either run out of supplies or that just turns into a looting chaotic mess. I think that's when we start like thinking about getting it, getting the hell out of Dodge and going up in the hill countries, like getting bicycles or horses.
1: So while everyone's like frenzied and focused on like, Oh, it just shut off. I gotta go right now. Well, everyone's doing that in the city, just grabbing stuff. we just we just duck out like behind everybody. Like- yeah,
0: yeah, dude. We duck out, maybe go to a ranch or something, s- steal a couple horses, or like trade for them, something like that, and then just take the horses and go out. Because The horses going could be pretty quiet. If horse comes to worse, we can like shoot. Sorry, animal lovers, we can shoot one in the leg <laughs> and leave it for bait while we run. Oh my god! And then they can carry a ton of supplies and go places like that bikes can't get. So I think horses would be the best.
1: So do you think we just take my car load up and then just start driving away from people into the hill country until we're like, this looks like a good spot to stop, get horses and like ditch the vehicle. We're not taking, we're going to run out of gas. We're going to pop tires.
2: Yeah. Okay. So we take the car,
1: get out of Dodge. Dodge. Hill Country, either find a spot to hunker down, or the thing breaks down.
0: Yeah, and hopefully we get our hands on some horses. And there's, I mean, this is Texas, so there's plenty of horses.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: So I don't think it'd be that difficult.
1: No, no, that would be easy. Hmm. And then what are we looking for? Are you looking for like a a spot in the wilderness just to like rebuild? Like your own little hangout?
0: Well, yeah, I had all these grand plans, but now that I'm thinking about it, um, John Fisher, who we had on the podcast a couple episodes ago, he has a ranch. And he has like cows and everything, and we should just go to his place. Where is he? He's like out, not in the boonies, but he's like definitely a ways away from population. He has a good amount of property. And then, no, like even if one person got bit, they're just going to, you wouldn't be able to hear anything. So there'd be no concentrated population of people that could you know become this huge mob. And most it would be like his, you know, crotchety old neighbor. Um, who, by the way, has this like wildlife preserve or something for boar, wild boar. Oh. Yeah, yeah. dude, which reproduce like crazy. So we just have all this ham, all this bacon. We could hang out with John and Alex and it'd be great. They have a pool. So we wouldn't run out of drinking water because we could. Okay, perfect. Yeah. We just, we just go to John Fisher's ranch.
1: How long is that going to take to get there? Oh, we could
0: get there in a day.
1: Okay. And we call him up immediately.
0: We call him, John. We're on our way. Yo, you know, really
1: you got a really big property. We're going to come bring guns. We're going to help you secure it. Yep. And leaching because if you have a big property, you can't just do it with like a two man team. And this is something I wanted to get into. What's your ideal group size?
0: Ooh, that's a good question.
1: There because there are there are good answers and there are bad answers to this. There's, well, well, there's I, advantages to both and disadvantages. I,
0: are we are we talking about if we're going to be stationary for a long while, or are we talking about if we're nomadic and kind of moving around a lot?
1: Let's do stationary first, and then we run out of supplies and we have to relocate. Okay. Stationary
0: first. Yeah, stationary. If we're out at a ranch or something. All right, so let's say we're at John Fisher's ranch. I think maybe 10 people would be pushing it.
1: That's a lot of mouths to feed.
0: I know. That's what I'm saying. So I think that ideal five or six. How
1: often do you get sick?
0: I don't usually get sick.
1: I don't usually get sick either. Okay, good. All right, so like five, six people?
0: Yeah, five, six people.
1: So me, you, your buddy and his wife, I'm assuming? Yeah. It's four. You want two more? Kobe,
0: obviously. Yeah, so Kobe comes with us. All right, then, that's it.
1: Okay. We got one open roster spot, maybe, if someone shows up and is like, I know how to do leather working and metal working. And I'm an engineer and I can build a bunch of stuff. All right, you're in. But other than that,
2: we're just shooting you and eating you.
0: Oh, we turn into cannibals that fast. No, no, no. no. <laughs> do we still have
1: cans of soup. What are you doing? <laughs> okay. So like five, six people when we're there,
2: what if we yeah. have to move?
0: Hmm. Yeah, John Fisher's diabetic cat is taking up all our supplies. All their medication. And we're just like, we can't deal with this anymore. We gotta head out. Yep. Leave, leave the cat behind or take oh, him for food. Or like, me,
1: you, and Kobe are like, uh, we're gonna, we think we need to move on. Like, this is, we're running out of supplies. People know we're here now. Like, this is, it's not getting, it's not safe anymore. And then John and his wife are like, we actually, we really feel more comfortable staying here. We can't come to like an agreement. And so it's like, good luck, you guys. And we roll out. Okay. What's the ideal group size there?
0: I mean, if we're on the move, us three. Less is more. Yeah. If we're on the move, just us. That's it. I think it'd be crazy to get like a caravan going on. Yeah, it's too
1: many people making noises, too many mistakes can be made, too many people to keep track of. Where's Debbie? Like, I yeah. thought she was over here. And then you hear like a, Wah! and then we all run over there and, and everybody dies.
0: Exactly. Can't have that.
1: Okay, so me, you, and Kobe. We're moving on. Where is that in Texas? Where is what? The ranch. I'm sorry. The ranch. Oh, it's
0: kind of, kind of nearby, like half an hour from here.
1: Okay, when you say kind of nearby in, like, Texas terms, that can mean
0: a lot of different things. (laughs) Just a few hours.
1: Oh, yeah, Dallas is real close. Four and a half hours. (laughs) Okay, so it's like 30 minutes away. Yeah. So now we really need to start thinking big picture. This is probably happening, I would say, John, towards the end, maybe end of phase one, beginning of phase two. Wouldn't you say, like, that timeline would probably be about that? Okay. We're about a month in, maybe a month and a week. And then we're like, we got to move on.
0: Okay. I don't know. Cause I feel like we should just stay at the ranch, but let's, let's assume that it's not us deciding we have to move on. Uh, John's like, or John Fisher's like, Oh yeah. My, um, my parents and her parents are coming here. It's a safe spot. And then we have to move on. Cause he's like, no, I, I got to take care of your family first. Like, okay, so we're out of here.
1: Screw you, man. See ya. <laughs> okay, so we're out. He probably supplies us well. As yeah, like, he gives uh, it
0: a diabetic cat for like, food.
1: Uh, as he's like, yeah, I'm sorry I'm kicking you out. Here's a bunch of stuff. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm really trying to help you out. I'm sorry, but my hands are tied. So we walk out with some good stuff. Like some cans of food and Maybe some water. Maybe a Do you want to walk around with a cow?
0: Oh, we could slaughter the cow first, I guess, and just take the meat.
1: Yeah, that's like I mean, how much meat are we gonna are we gonna like slaughter it and cook all the meat and then take all the meat with us cooked? Like that doesn't make sense.
0: But I do feel like at some point we should get you know, start breeding some animals so we can start having some regular food. Like chickens, for example, I think that's a great thing to bring along.
1: Yeah, but this is us just leaving. Like, we're looking for a new place to, like, live. Like, we can't just, like, it's not like we so, moving so where are to trips and then? stuff. I, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, this is big pi- this becomes more big picture where you're starting to think more long-term. It's not like, let me just hop, skip to the next place I can live to. It's like you're intentionally like, okay, I think this place makes most sense to live because of these reasons safety, food, water. And so we would probably be like, all right, let's go to this spot. Where would that, I'm not familiar with Texas. If this was LA, I could probably think of something. Something like defensible with resources. It doesn't yeah, have to be thing- super specific. You can be like, oh, I heard about this over here. This might be a good spot.
0: Um, I don't know, man, because Texas is pretty flat. Yeah. So, like it's it's not like there's a ton of areas like where there's cliffs and things mm-hmm. like that to kind of defend you.
2: So it's just resources. Yeah, at this point, I, I wouldn't know where to go. I'd be like, maybe we could climb a water tower. We'd be exposed to the what elements, would- though. Yeah. Oh, you know what? There's caverns nearby. Oh, really? Yeah. We could, we could probably go there. That would be interesting.
1: If zombies rolled up on us, though, we're done.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: It's one of the best things. That I've considered is get a two-story house, kind of like what we're in right now. Bring everything upstairs so that you do not have to go downstairs and destroy the staircase on your way up. Hmm. So it works better for zombies that are just kind of crawling and stuff. But like, if there's like a 10-foot ledge that they have to get over to get to us, that just makes a lot of sense. And then everybody stands... Over the stairway that's now demolished, and anything coming through there,
0: you just kill them. Like it'd be so easy. Yeah, we could definitely funnel them up the stairs here. But I see what you're saying. So we want to look for something with multiple stories, something
2: maybe with a rooftop.
0: Shoot, I feel like we just sh- should have stayed here.
2: I know. Have we killed ourselves.
0: I think we did. (laughs) So then. So so how would you. Form like, what would be your preferred. This is kind of long term, I guess, but what would be your preferred. uh, Apocalypse government, like, would you join like a local thing? And what what would what, what would that look like?
1: Like new governments forming?
0: Yeah. Or like some sort of like sanctuary. So maybe that's why we leave Fisher's house is because like, oh yeah, there's this sanctuary out here where there's no zombies and there's like guards and tons of food and everything. We're like, oh wow, we got to make it. Where do the Cowboys play? Dallas? Dallas. Dallas
1: oh, there's this new civilization at the uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium. They fortified it. The National Guard's there. Everybody's there. We got to get there. That's where we're going.
2: Man, I feel like with this kind of zombie, that'd be a mistake,
0: though, to go somewhere so populated. I know, and you can get caught out so easily. If there's like four
1: of them, or two of them, if there's two of them, And they all of a sudden see us and start rushing us. That's That's tough. That's like you got to get kill shots on them. Yep. And you're panicking. You're pulling your gun out. Oh, it's on safety. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we just. This is why I didn't want to do this. I wanted to do the rent the scrambler zombies because it may, you can just be like, oh yeah, I built this fort we'd kill them this way and i get a bow and arrow because, you know, bullets, you don't have to re,
0: you know, you don't run out of arrows. Um, but you can't do that with these guys. So what, what are the kind of zombies that you're talking about, like from 28 Days Later?
1: What are the zombies from 28 Days Later like? Yeah. They're worse than the, um, well, they don't have the hive mind, like from World War Z, um, but you transform in like five seconds if you get blood in your eye, blood in your mouth or you get bit. So it goes from mm. a 30 second transformation to 5 seconds and they they just scream and sprint super quickly, they'll catch on fire, keep coming at you. The ones I was talking about were just like the ones from like zombie games or whatever where it's just like and they slowly walk towards you.
0: Right. I think we're not- well yeah, I definitely think we're right about those though. Like that's there's no way those kinds would spread. So they'd have to be the runners. Hmm. Okay, so let's let's say they're twenty eight days later, like any drop of blood or anything else could spread it.
1: I think we're dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think at that point you're just running just run it all the time until you get away from people entirely.
1: Yeah, and then it's a question of resources. I mean, you, your only option would be to have to get so far away from people and have like a farm that that's like your only
0: option. Yeah, we'd have to go to like Montana or Idaho or something. Yeah. Idaho would be cool. There'd be a lot, there's a lot of steep mountains there. When you want to go s- space,
1: you want to go somewhere with, uh winter weather because it'll freeze the zombies. That's true. So or we go Idaho north. it is yeah we go north. Heck we can even go to Canada.
0: Ew. Okay. Let's well, the go government's crazy.
1: gone. Trudeau's gone. He's dead. He's a zombie.
0: Uh okay, fine. We can even go into Canada. I don't know anything about Canada though.
1: <laughs> it's really cold <laughs> during the winter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> huh all right, we go all right so we go north
1: oh and i think like two-thirds of the population lives in like this one city uh in the southeast of canada the rest of canada there's like no one. Oh, perfect yeah so we'd want to go essentially just direct north or northwest towards like we could even go through like we don't want to be traveling during winter actually we might Because if the zombies are all frozen, it's like, whatever. We'll just drive around. Yeah, true. So you could just go through Utah, Colorado,
2: and just take that north. Build our homestead out there. Perfect. All right, then what what kind of society
0: do we construct?
1: A dictatorship.
2: Well, Um, naturally, of course.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I th- honestly, this sounds so bad. It would have to sort of have some communist sort of ideas at the beginning stage. The beginning stages would be we're all gonna die unless we all work together. And like, if someone brings back a ton of supplies, it's not just his, like, you brought this for everybody. Like we're keeping everybody alive. That's kind of how it would have to be, I think, at first, right?
0: I guess it depends how big. Yeah, it does. The place is. So, at what point do we go? Like with you, me, and Kobe. Of course, everything we have is like shared between us mm-hmm. because we know each other, and we know like we're each going to put pull our own weight. But I think even with ten people that's going to be like, no, 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 no. Like, cause we're going to kind of do our own thing as compared to these bozos that joined us.
1: Oh, you're right. Yeah. Once you start adding in extra like groups, if you're finding groups of people, they're going to provide for their group.
0: Yeah. They're not going to just naturally. Yeah. It's, it's not nothing personal, but they're just going to do their own thing and they're going to work with us because it helps them survive, but they're not going to, give us their supplies that they need. I'd say
1: up to 10 people, we do communist style. After 10 people, we
0: have to switch it up. I I say you, like you, Kobe and I communist style. And after that, they, they better be pulling their weight or doing something for us to be in the group. So that's another mouth to feed. We can't just have people like more mouths to feed unless they're pulling their weight or giving the group, some sort of benefit.
1: So who ascends to power? Do we elect someone
0: or... Oh, us, us three share power equally. And then everyone that comes along will turn into... Oh,
1: so we're starting a group.
0: I guess so, yeah. It's not like
1: we're with a group of 10 people and they're like, so what are we doing here? And it's like, well, Kobe's shown himself to be very good at killing zombies, hunting people. He's been very smart with the planning. I think he's the best prepared to lead us.
0: And yeah, so we'll call him King Kobe. Long may he reign.
1: And I I think it would essentially be everybody's autonomous. You can do whatever you want. As soon as there's a conflict of interest and people are going, wait, we don't know what to do here. We bring Kobe in. Kobe, what should we do?
0: Then we can kind of write down his decisions. So then as they go on, we can kind of look back and see like, no, no, no. Here he did this and that's what's fair in that situation. So why is it drastically different? So we can create like this precedent of what's actually done. And that way I have a job as a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, I think we successfully planned out how to survive a zombie apocalypse. Starting from day one all the way off to, to, yeah, dictatorship.
1: I mean, yeah, we've got a small little government structure going. We have some legal precedent. Um, We have a capable man at the head, Kobe. King Kobe, long may he reign. Long may he reign. But, yeah, dude, if they're sh- zombies that are just walking around, no problem. I honestly think, though, if it's these 28 Days Later ones or World War Z, I think we're just dead. Sure yeah,
0: does. I think so, too. Because, I mean, think of, e- like, Officer Ethan and Officer Dan, like, major cities. They're gone, oh, dude. they're dead. Law enforcement, they're the first gone.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah, first responders are the first ones gone
0: so we can't <laughs> even go back to like get their help we so just th- gotta assume they're dead
1: one of the things we might want to take a risk on at, when everybody's kind of panicking is a pharmacy yeah,
0: yeah I think but so too
1: I am not dying of a bacterial infection
0: like we I'd are be so mad if we survived the zombies and got killed by like an infection
1: oh that'd be so easy so easy so we would or need the liquor
0: store dude we can just get like really strong alcohol Just pour it in the wounds.
1: No, but if you get like
0: pneumonia.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. a bacterial infection or strep throat or something like that, you need antibiotics. Yeah, true. Well, and we forgot about that. We already
0: died. Damn. This has kind of turned into what not to do during a zombie apocalypse. Well, that just goes to show that
1: I mean, there's no one in the world as a zombie expert. But I think going into this, you and I probably had an idea of like, I think we'd do pretty well. Like, I think I'd have a... Yeah, I would know what to do. And then the more you talk about it, you're like, oh, man. I would have died 10 times over by this point.
0: Yep. But our chances are slim, but King Kobe will see us through it.
1: And this is happening. I mean, coronavirus zombie apocalypse it's just the next logical conclusion i guess so you don't have to make many leaps to get to that it's just boom right there yeah i suppose (laughs) so well john thank you for participating in this mental exercise with me
0: absolutely i enjoyed your zombie expertise (laughs) and thank you everyone for joining us around the campfire tonight Um, If you have any comments or questions or topics you would like us to cover, please email us at askroundthecampfire at gmail.com. Ty, you have any closing comments?
1: If this zombie apocalypse happens and you guys show up at our door, you better have food or guns or else we're killing you.
0: Yep. And if you have food and no guns, then we're just going to take your food and turn you away. Exactly.
1: Enjoy Sober October, everybody, if you decide to join us. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.
0: All right. Good night, everyone.
2: Don't forget to put that fire out tonight.